Hey, what's going on? It is episode 33, Top of the Dude Chain podcast. When do you when do you think I quit mentioning the episode? 101? Yeah, like I don't know. A, like episode 100, just, after that, it's just... Or just keep it rolling, man. Just keep it rolling. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's got to be a point where you stop it yeah. and just start listing the monumental ones. Yeah. Like... 200, 300, 1,000. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, if you quit mentioning them, do you quit listing which episode it is and just do it no, by date at that point? No, you, you, now the title would be episode, episode whatever. Because yeah. it's going to get to the point where I forget what number we're on. Or what if we do it by season, season one, season two, based on the year? Uh, yeah, I mean, we could. Because people are used to that format. Season, season, though, to me, indicates that you take... Because I feel like people are going to binge watch these the way you binge watch, like, Stranger Things or anything else that's, like, <laughs> epic and long. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I think people like the uh, weekly... We're, we're better than The Walking Dead. I guarantee that, so... Uh, Everything's better than The Walking why, Dead. <laughs> why is that show so popular? Uh, well, I, I will say, when I, I tried uh, watching it, um, that first season kind of kind of grips you, kind of grabs you, and you're like, "All right, this is cool." But um, I don't know, man. It's just the whole like those dramas. People just love those. There's like late night soap operas for everybody. Yeah. I just think that's what it is. I watched it because I needed something. To, I watched the first episode because I needed something to replace Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad had just ended, mm-hmm. so I'm like, "Okay, I'm just gonna." And I watched the first episode, and he's walked the main character guy, or whatever, is walking through, and there's this this girl who's crawling, half her body's gone because it's been you know eaten or whatever, and he shoots her to put her out of her misery, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not a big zombie guy in the first place. Zombie Land's the only thing I really enjoyed. That movie is fantastic. Yeah. So, <laughs> other than that, I'm I'm not a big zombie dude. So yeah. I was like, yeah, this just not well. for me. You know, especially, but that's the thing, man. Is like Breaking Bad was such a good show. I don't know if you've seen it. Never seen it. Breaking Bad and The Office are the two shows that I've never really watched or paid attention to that everybody's blown away that I've not watched or paid attention to. Yeah, I'm to. a little shocked. At, I'm, yeah. I'm shocked you haven't seen The Office if you like Parks and Recreation. Well, and there are a few episodes that I have seen that I think are awesome. Like the there's one about uh, they're playing like basketball against the guys that, yeah. that work in the yeah. um, shipping or now, whatever. Now, it definitely went downhill after Steve Carell left. Yeah. But... Uh, you know why I don't watch it? Um, because the handful of episodes I watched, um, I can't stand Jim. You don't what? like Jim? <laughs> Dude, Jim is like me as a TV character. Well, Jim is like, no. <laughs> wow. That, I, you're probably one of the only people here's, who says Here's the that. thing, though. You've heard me tell the stories of guys like Cowboy and Junkyard and things like that. I enjoy the character, so I'm more into the Dwights and people right. like that. You know, but, So but like, when you got the, the guy is, like giving like but you can't have funny a, looks, like he's the only normal person in the... You can't have a Dwight without a Circuit Freak. You can't have a Dwight. Dwight's yeah. not as good Dwight, without Jim. Dwight's not Dwight without Jim. Yeah. yeah. Even if you don't like Jim... You have to appreciate know. how he he just pull, he just obnoxious to me, life. man. I just don't like him. Yeah. But I did hear I was talking to a friend of mine, and he goes, uh, he goes, I've heard you describe why you don't like Jim, and he goes, and I think you didn't watch enough of The Office. He says because after a while, Jim kind of becomes the guy that glues the group together. Like he kind of yeah. he, and he's he he's kind of for those guys. Where in the beginning, I just kind of felt like he was like that jerk in The Office that yeah. thinks he's better than everybody around yeah, him. Yeah, you, you definitely have yeah, to. Yeah, well, and they call him on it in the show, too. Yeah. So I've been told that he'll grow on me and I'll end up actually liking him as more of the champion than the bully. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I would recommend starting this season one and going the All entire right. time. It's, but I, I would I'll, I'll give it a shot. Brittany loves it. She's got like a... I'd recommend Breaking Bad before that. Yeah, I think I would like that one. Because that, that show is hands down. First off, Cranston is... I remember my my wife and I were sick one day. Yeah. Uh, when she, but the, and I, I want to say this is before my oldest daughter was born. But we were sick. Both of us were sick. So we just laid around the house all day. And whatever it came on, AMC or whatever, had a marathon. Yeah. And so we were watching it. And it's, you know, biology teacher <coughs> who gets into the meth game. And it's because he like is trying to pay for cancer treatments yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So, so you you watch it and and we're like, man, this is a good show. 
but we kind of, kind of put it down, you know, because you know don't have a lot of time for TV. But then it came out on Netflix, and it goes to where you feel sorry for it. First off, I was telling my buddy about it at work. This show breaking back. He goes, "You know who that guy is?" I said, "Yeah, no." He goes, "Dude, that's the dad from Malcolm yeah. in the Middle." <laughs> that dude's acting is so good. I did not even recognize him as yeah. that. And so that, and then, so I picked it up on Netflix, and you go from feeling bad for the guy to hating him to feeling bad for him. Like it, <laughs> the, the way he it's plays the role, you're just sitting yeah. there like. Yeah, and well, that means he's doing a good job. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it, it, it is hands down the best sitcom I've ever seen. And and, and is it a comedy? It would it be considered a comedy. No, it's, okay. it's a well, drama. A sitcom is a situation comedy. Okay, so and just a show. Not then. a sitcom. It's a okay. dra- drama. All right, there's some comedic aspects to it. Didn't mean to get all nerd. Yeah, for real. <laughs> 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 Thanks not, for calling me out. Got, got him. I'm not a nerd. I'm a geek, man. It's different. <laughs> it's different. Me out in front <laughs> of all the, uh, do chain listeners. Yeah. My mom watches this. <laughs> I apologize. Your <laughs> no, son's but... great. Uh, but no, okay, so the reasons I think I would like it is um, I have seen him in other stuff, and I do like him as an actor. I, I think he would probably, you know, I agree. With, if everybody's saying that it's that good, it's got to be that good. Plus, I mean, it's about the meth game, man. I know a little bit about that. Not from being in it, but being around it because, you know, it's, it's pretty you grow up in Oklahoma, you tend to, like, see firsthand experience oh, what, yeah. what it's like. Oh, so. Yeah. No, it, it would be uh, interesting. That's why Winter's Bone was like such a big movie for me. That's what? the first Winter's Bone. Man, it is like the first like Jennifer Lawrence movie <laughs> like that is probably yeah. What category does that fall yeah. under? <laughs> it's called Winter's Bone, uh, and it um, it's a, it's about she lives in Missouri, like in the backwoods, and uh, basically her mom's like kind of out of it, so she's having to raise her little brother and little sister, um, and they come to the door, knocking on the door, and be like, hey, if your dad doesn't show up for court, he actually put the house up for bond, so wow. you're going to lose the house, and the family will be split up and all the stuff. So basically, she's tasked with finding her dad, who's been missing, and trying to get him to show up so that he doesn't break his bond, and, and they don't lose the house and everything like that. Well, it ends up getting into a deep story, and it's kind of, you know, the, the backwoods yeah. meth game and drugs and underworld and all and i was like man this is the realest thing i've ever seen like i've seen some movies that tried to hit on like kind of that lifestyle but i was like man no this is like well, i don't know anything i don't know much about the meth game like it was real but breaking bad is a put albuquerque on the map yeah since bugs bunny yeah don't take a left at albuquerque yeah right but yeah it's like i said it's uh it's a, it, it, there is some funny parts to it. I mean, he's obviously got a good comedic, you know, style to him too. So yeah, but because see, watched. Uh, right, so not to cut you off, but no, like kind of get back to what I was talking about is uh, growing up in Broken Bow. Um, it started off uh, a lot of marijuana was grown in southeast Oklahoma area, and uh, that started from kind of the the whiskey stills, like losing money. So pretty much, you know, all the illegal activity went from bootlegging moonshine you know stuff like that to uh to growing marijuana um and there was all this available land because most of the land in the area was timber land owned by the warehouser company and all they cared about was like cutting the trees down and and growing them back so you had all this available land it wasn't hard to like just go sow a lot of crops and you know good luck proving it's mine yeah um they did that and then uh when i was in about well, middle school or so, maybe even a little bit before that, like so in like the early nineties, maybe the late eighties, um, they uh we would have National Guard helicopters like flying over. Um they they were dead set on like getting the marijuana out of McCurtain County and like it was a nationwide thing. Like this area is like growing a lot of marijuana. We want to stop it. Yeah, they uh I think they called them the air pigs. Oh yeah? Yeah. <laughs> so so, yeah, so it, it, it became, like, this big deal, and you'd see, like, these, you know, National Guard trucks and helicopters, you know, coming in and out of the county all the time, and they were trying to shut it down. Um, and so, like, the, you know, I don't know how, like, the transition happened, but, you know, kind of about that same time, you know, meth started coming in, and, you know, meth started, you know, the way I understood it was in Mexico, they were using pharmaceutical-grade, you know, stuff to, like, make it, 
Um, and then, you know, they started putting regulations on like how much Sudafed a person can buy. And they started kind of regulating these pharmaceutical companies who were selling large amounts of raw product to people who obviously weren't making allergy medicine or whatever right. else. Um, but that's, you know, people are resilient and they figure out how to make oh, it with, dude, they find it in everything. Yeah. And so, uh, so, you know, broken bow kind of became this thing to where like, you know, slinging meth was you know, like used to, you went to your drug dealer, you bought weed, and then you go to your drug dealer, and all of a sudden they got meth, you know. Uh, so it, it really it took that county over. But then, you know, I guess I was a little bit surprised, but when I moved to central Oklahoma, I was like, wow, you know, I thought that was kind of our area, but I was like, this is like a nationwide thing. Like this stuff is everywhere, and every small town in Oklahoma, especially along the southern border of Oklahoma, um, seems to be like really overrun with meth. And <laughs> just the, the people that it grabs and nabs and takes under its hold is sometimes surprising. Like, you'd be like, man, what are you doing well, being O-N-I-T? Yeah, there's a, there's a big transition going on right now from crack cocaine back to meth just because it's so cheap. And, it, and it's coming back up from Mexico again. People yeah. aren't cooking it here because it's so hard to get a hold of the product to do it. Yeah. So it's coming up from way down south. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We, we, we've still got a lot of guys who uh, aren't chemists, but th- that's the game they're in. And, yeah. uh it's crazy too like i've always been impressed with uh how much like people can figure out you know like uh when i was going through like all of my court stuff you know after uh after i got in all my trouble uh which mine was all with, like drinking and stuff like that but uh when i was going through the court process like you know you have to go through all these like um kind of rehabilitation stuff that the court makes you do uh-huh. And uh, it, most of it is, like, set up. It's really just a cash grab for people who, like, can get certification to do that. They just give you some, like, little handouts, and, like, you sit there, and then they just ask you to talk about your life experiences and stuff like that. And, like, I don't know, man. It's just you're forced to go, and you're forced to pay for it. But um, but I was always, like, blown away by some of the things, like, these kind of tweakers would come in there and, like, be talking about. And one guy was like... You take a 20 ounce pop bottle, you put this in it, you put this in it, you shake it up, throw it on the ground. You know, if it doesn't blow up, you got meth. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I was yeah. like, okay. One bottle of pop method. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, that's well, uh, a, take that thing. to show and tell. <laughs> you, have a, you have a lot of supplements get yanked off the shelf. It seems like anytime they yank something off the shelf, it's because people have figured out a way to make meth yeah. out of it. Yeah. yeah. A federal was the big one that, you know, first off, you had, it's a federal is a, uh, Fat burner, mm-hmm. and so is it Fedra or Fedrin? I think it's a Fedrin. Anyway, there's an alkaloid in there that that makes it the effect of fat burner. Mm-hmm. So, but it got banned one because people thought, okay, one pill, you know, I can burn this much fat. Two pills shouldn't, you know, a whole bottle, and then guys are having heart attacks and dying. Yeah. But then the other thing was is they were taking those alkaloids out and making meth out of them. And yeah, well, I know, I know we had we had a DEA guy actually show us a video on how uh, that stuff is made, and they shave off the red phosphorus into a bottle where all the chemicals are, and then they shave off alkaline from batteries, and they shake it up, and there's a chemical reaction that causes those alkaline shavings to, like, superheat. And that's how you cook it. There you go, and man. also how you blow your hands off. Yeah, yeah it, it's pretty wild. Uh, I used to joke around that in Eagletown, Oklahoma, if one of those math meth labs ever blew up it'd be like a domino effect and the whole town would just start exploding <laughs> it's like a fireworks thing yeah, just boom, 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 boom. yeah so anyway in breaking bad it's blue yeah and blue is kind of his signature thing that's yeah. how you know it's pure he, he did that so but anyway like i said it's a good uh easy first podcast eh? I know, man. <laughs> it's been a, been a while but that's the thing is like you got to watch it to see because everything oh my goodness <laughs> one good turn deserves <laughs> another was that you that was me no, that no, was, i hit that one <laughs> hey the only professional over here is me yeah. <laughs> anyway so the bottom line is is like you We're know some you know some uh episodes like seinfeld's uh-huh. finale was kind of a, a letdown you know yeah man some finales like are terrible breaking bad's finale was spot on perfect it tied up every loose end you like say so everyone hated the sopranos because mm-hmm. you know they had all these questions about everybody yeah breaking bad went in and tied everything i up. think all the hbo series are kind of that's Something they're, they're kind of notorious for is yeah. like none of them end well because they all leave you hanging because they're not sure if they're going to do another season or not. Right. Top deal. And then uh, The Office does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Office ties it up nicely too. Uh, so yeah. anyway, that's that. 
But I went to California this past week for a symposium or whatever. That was boring. Hung out with the nerds. Yeah. For a week. Of there which were, you are one? There were a ton. I'm, and I'm not joking. This isn't, this isn't to be funny, but it is funny. ton of speech impediments down there. Oh, God. <laughs> tons of speech. All I right. mean, just like if you want to talk <laughs> about, you know, watch the show uh, uh, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Like. They, these people are what that show's based on. Yeah. And so, yeah, a lot of retainers. Not, yeah. Like mouth retainers. Not joking, man. Yeah. A lot of people like wood retainers, uh, <laughs> which is weird, man. I mean, you got about a thousand people at this conference. And yeah. I was smart, man. I was probably the dumbest one there for sure. Yeah. Easily. But anyway, it went to that. But it brings <laughs> up this I hate flying. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I want to ask a few questions. How do you fly? Do you fly Southwest? No, I fly uh, American. Not to, not to call anybody out. I just, you know. No, I fly American. First they're, off, the they're airline. all like flying like buses, you know? Yeah, like, they're, yeah they're herding cattle is what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the airlines have made flying the most uncomfortable thing yeah. to do because the seats are, Unless you, know, you can pay to do it right. Yeah, I'm 6'5", so uh, yeah. outside of first class and with a very front seat, you know. Uh, even emergency exit is terrible because you can't lean, lean back or anything like that. But you can at least stretch your legs out. But the outside, leaning back in itself is like one of the most terrible things that you can do on an I airplane. Know, right. That's what I'm saying. So it's so, like because you used to be able to do it. Now people lean back. I get the emergency exit so the person in front of me cannot lean back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or I try and get the row behind the emergency exit so the person behind you know because they can't lean back either. So. Yeah. So I try and get the ones because I hate because people just sit there and lay in your lap, man. You know. Well, and plus you can't use your tray if it's. Yeah. So you know, like I say, and people are just outright fools. But what do you wear on a plane? Mm, I mean, like generally, like I don't fly a lot, but I I always try to dress comfortable. I mean, right? Like, pajama pants. Okay. <laughs> no, that and that's fine. Do you wear tank tops? <clears throat> would you wear there was a dude Josh I don't wear a lot of tank tops in any situation there was a, there was I a guy know that I even own one boots and wranglers with yeah. a hot pink tank top and a cowboy hat yeah and I'm sitting there thinking to myself like, you gotta watch these cowboys these days man they're 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 into this new thing where they want to look as flashy as they can which that's always been kind of a cowboy like okay wear a hot pink shirt I'm, yeah. I'm more concerned with the tank top cause for the next hour and a half I'm going to be in a canister that's circulating air. Yeah. And the last thing I want to do... Smell his armpits, huh? Is suck in your pit flakes. Yeah. That are floating around the... You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because it, it's a lot of times... Like when my dad... My dad and I went cross-country one time, uh, one summer, to go help his friend work on his house. And my dad would fart in the car. That's messed up. And he wouldn't let me roll the window down. <laughs> right? And so I just, I'm like... That's the Don Walker treatment right there. <laughs> so to get so so that to avoid having to smell this this rankest smell you've ever smelled, yeah. I would breathe through my mouth. Oh, it was worse, man. In which just case he's saying it. now you're just tasting it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what I'm thinking yeah. while I'm on the plane. I like that like, your dad bullied you, man. I feel like that's why you're such a well rounded guy. <laughs> but I'm just saying that's why I don't like so I'm on the plane, I'm seeing this dude and I'm like, that I don't want, you know, these little Mm-hmm. Arm pubes or whatever, pig pubes flowing around the, the you're, thing. You're man. paranoid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you were raised in exactly. a hostile environment. And then I'm looking. <laughs> then I'm, look, <laughs> I'm looking down, and you got people like wearing flip flops with just just nasty feet. Yeah, you know what I mean. Got like the toe cancer, man. I don't, just yeah, I don't, feet, like, yeah, toenails going out everywhere. Yeah, yellow toenails, you yeah. know, rotting, you know, and you're just like, you know, man, like I under I understand the sandal. Aspect like, of it with going for security, you have to take yeah, shoes off. But if your off. feet look like Dumb and Dumber, you yeah, know, when exactly. they go get theirs, put your socks on. Man. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So that, that's the other thing is is the flip flops thing, but but the other thing is too is man, I had this guy next to me coming back from San Jose yesterday into Phoenix, and the, the guy was literally trying to lay down like you would on your side in a bed mm-hmm. in the middle seat between us. You know what I'm saying? So, dude, I got his butt cheeks up against my leg, and the poor girl that's sitting by the window has like his face in her practically face. Practically has, yeah, has his face right here because that, that's how he's trying to sleep. You know, so like, he's like all fetal position. Yeah, it? exactly. You know, it got to the point where like I pulled down the armrest to kind of 
create that boundary. Yeah. You know, like, hey, man, I paid for this section yeah. of the plane. Stay out of it. Did you ride down the website to order a pair of nudicles for that guy? <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. And that's it. But, dude, even then, man, he was he was out of shape and, and all that. So he was, he was, I don't know what's the word, blobbing over the, yeah. the hand. Encroaching. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm big dude anyway. Yeah. So it's like. You know, I'm already like leaning, trying to be courteous into the aisle. Like, and get all your that. cannon off of me, homeboy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. About... And then yesterday, on the way back from Phoenix, here, the second biggest guy on the plane besides me yeah. got set next to me. That's nice. This dude played uh, tight end in the '90s for uh, Utah for the right. Utes. You know what I mean? So cool, dude. He and I ended up talking the entire time. But you yeah. ended up talking the whole time while physically contacting each other the whole time. Pretty much, guess. Yeah. pretty much. Arm yeah. to arm, leg to leg. Exactly. Up. So yeah. it's, it's just one of those things where it just wasn't comfortable, and that's what I hate about flying. If Okay, in a situation to where you're forced to touch someone because of close quarters, would you rather be barely touching them, but you can't keep from barely touching them, or pressed into them? I hate to say it, but I think pressed into yeah, them is better than like grazing occasionally. Yeah, because it's the constant reminder. Eventually, you're going to get numb to the fact. Well, and that it's, you're it's yeah, and when you're pressed into them, you're like, you know what? There's security in this. At least yeah. if nothing else, Check you know. This. That that dude that sat next to me. Yeah. He was the he was one of the last two tickets. Him and this other girl, uh, were uh, were there, and the lady goes, "Okay, well, I got two seats left available." She goes, "One of you can either do." Uh, first class and the other one can do the emergency aisle so which one is it and she goes uh you pick it's fine it doesn't matter to me either way so we got to wrestle for that so one. <laughs> this dude goes i was going to be a gentleman so i let this girl have the first class seat had i known this big monster was sitting next to me yeah and i'm like no offense ma'am but next time you got a petite little girl I said, you take first class, yeah, and you send her back to the big dude, you know, because yeah. I I don't mind traveling with my wife, yeah, because essentially she's so small that you know I get the seat and a half to myself, you know, yeah, and all that. Plus, I don't mind touching her, so you know, so, but yeah, me and that dude. Well, plus, even you know, she's not going to get in the fetal position and like no, exactly. <laughs> I mean, she's but that's the thing. Me and try that, to lay all me comfortable. And that big guy, I'm sitting like this, yeah, you know, and and he and he's sitting against the window, and we're still got arms touching, you know, shoulders and all that. So, is I mean, it just, like? Do you generally like, like, if you feel like you're making other people uncomfortable, does that make you uncomfortable? Or are you one of these people that's like, man, that's your problem? If, like, for me, I don't like making other people uncomfortable. Yeah, so if, if I'm making someone else uncomfortable, well, it makes I, me uncomfortable. I know. I, okay. I'm, Apparently, the dude who I was do. all, like, laying on his side. And oh, he doesn't care. He don't care. Yeah, and, uh, and, uh, and most people don't. People just absolutely do not care if what they're doing <clears throat> is affecting everyone around them in a negative way because dude, they're just about what they're doing. That's, yeah, my wife and I talked about that. Yeah. Dude, because we flew into San Jose, and I was going to uh, uh, Monterey, California, which I don't know if you know, but... Uh, Pebble Beach Golf Course okay. is in Monterey. Yeah. So big money in that area. And uh, a couple was sitting next to me on the plane uh, that was from Monterey. Pompous, the most pompous, arrogant people I've ever I've ever seen. Yeah. Anyway, they had two carry-on matching luggages, you know, and all that. Well, I have my backpack in the overhead. She uh, She takes my backpack and starts to walk it to the back of the plane. To find another overhead. Can, oh, you wow. Know? And I'm like, I said, hold up, that's that's my backpack. And she goes, well, I'm just moving it back here. I said, nah, I prefer you not move it at all. Yeah. And you, she's like. You really don't get to touch my stuff. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. I was, I, you know, I'm boarded before you did. I put my, you know, so you now have to accommodate mm-hmm. yourselves around what I did. It's kind of what I'm thinking. And she goes, well, I want our suitcases to be next to each other. And I'm like, that's, that's a, the stupidest thing I've ever heard is what I'm thinking. Your reason's not a reason. Yeah, but I'm like, you can move it forward in the thing because you can fit three suitcases. It's easy to fit my backpack with your two suitcases. But it's like, my shock was is that she didn't even ask me. She it's just, just like she grabbed, your grabbed bag. my bag and started going the other way and would have done it had I not said anything. And I, I was talking to my wife about it. And, and she, she probably go, blogged about how inconsiderate you yeah, were. Yeah, well, guess what? You're being shot out on the <laughs> dude chain. Like, no, but anyway, but the thing about it is we were talking about it. She goes, well, people just don't consider 
what other people think. And mm-hmm. I said, well, I get that. Like, just mm-hmm. not being interested in someone else, that's one thing. I said, but taking it a step further and thinking that I'm here to cater to your needs mm-hmm. and that I should bow down, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think that's just an issue that people have with well, that. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, compromise is definitely something that you have to learn in life. But it's surprising how many people are uncompromising, and that's how they've, but they that's expect, how they've managed their lives their whole life. expect you. It's one thing not to yeah. be compromising, and like Jeff, you're not going to compromise, and I'm not going to compromise with you. We kind of just have to figure out ways to, to yeah. do it. Versus, I'm not going to compromise, but my expectation is that you are. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I get offended when you don't. Yeah. you don't meet that expectation that I. Which want means to that be. you immediately put yourself above me. Exactly, yeah. and that's that's kind of what we were talking. So that's just kind of what I was thinking. Hey, just out of uh, curiosity, how old were these people? Uh sixty some. This oh, old wow. this old fart still had. Well, like, there you go. You should have moved your bag. This old fart. <laughs> this old fart like had a. Uh, so Josh hates old people. Josh hates old walk. people. Had a newspaper. Yeah. Ew. Had a newspaper. He pulls a newspaper out of his bag. That's I'm like, dude, gross. what is that, man? <laughs> <laughs> really? That's a newspaper. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> it's not that bad. I mean, come on. There's worse things dude, he could pull out of there. who reads newspapers anymore? <laughs> like it was the Farmer's Almanac or something, no, man. man. It was a, it was a, it was a. It was a so mean, you don't touch the newspaper? It's California, so it was yeah. one of those. It was Washington. It was a. It was a left leaning. Yeah. Because they they were bashing what's his name, uh, Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Who's pretty conservative, so. Well, you know. he's act. He's not conservative though. Well, he just got bashed by the left, so he kind of ended up in the middle. That's, that's what I mean. It's it's yeah. is if if you're bashing Jordan Peterson, it's you're way left. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the point. He's not conservative, conservative, but he kind of leans more conservative in the. In a gender identification yeah. stuff, and so that's what they're bashing. So, well, uh, so um, not saying this guy agrees with it, just saying the paper he read was was doing that. Yeah, the, the newspaper—it's not the worst thing in the world now. Um, no, but it's just dude. So, like Brittany, when we go to visit her family in Tennessee, she reads the uh, newspaper. Well, she doesn't really, but every morning yeah, when I get up, I get up, I get up, <laughs> I get up after everyone, and uh, her dad always has like the the Memphis paper. You and know, how old's her dad? He's 75, mm-hmm. 76, I guess, on his last birthday, maybe 75. But um, anyways, it's actually because they've got like the they got the hummingbird feeders in the backyard and everything. I sit there and read the paper, drink coffee, and watch the birds, man. It's pretty relaxing, yeah. Okay, but that's not your main source of like, oh, I need to get the paper because I need something to read on the plane. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I don't really use the internet for news either. Hey, speaking of that. I get most of my news from you. I was on six. <laughs> that's a bad <laughs> source, go. bro. There you go. <laughs> No, but, but in all reality, I was on six flights in the past six days. Yeah. And, uh, well, see, you've got me beat. I haven't been on six flights total in my life. Yeah. That's because I went down to Houston to see my dad and then flew out of there from, uh, California. But, uh, older gentlemen, polite, not knocking them, but every one of them, man, mm-hmm. pulls the, uh, little periodical in the front seat, in the seat in front of them. Yeah. And every one of them looking across the aisle or looking category, whatever. All of them are looking at the map of the United States. Yeah. That's all they're doing is just reading. I'm like, yeah, Boise's still there, homie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't, you know. No, and, and like I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to have to agree with the old cats on this one. And the reason you do that is I get tired of every time we go somewhere, uh, Brittany is following GPS, and she never pans the map out to see where we're going. Because you never know if the GPS, you know, it might pick a route that you don't want to take just because it oh, yeah. says it's the fastest route. That's what we did to Florida. Plus, turns can come on you really fast when you're looking at a GPS on a tiny phone screen. And it's like, you know, we're driving 75, 80 miles an hour, you know, maybe turns? I'd like to know. Did you say turns? Well, like exits and stuff and like things like that. Or, it doesn't say, hey, two miles from now. Well, I turned the voice off. I can't oh, stand okay. that voice. But then, and then, like driving on side streets, turns can come up on you really fast. And like, if you're on like a little divided street somewhere, you know, you got to go up further. So yeah. I just get aggravated because I'm like, you know, just take the time, pan out, look at the map, and see what roads. Okay. Get a feel for the layout of the city yeah. or the area you're going to be in. Well, the American Airlines map of the United States <laughs> is not going to give you that much detail. Well, it'll tell you what the how the how the structure is laid out by looking at it firsthand. So you've got an idea of the. The infrastructure of the city going into the city. Oh, but they're not looking to the city. This is the entire map of the United States. Yeah. Just, you know, capitals and states. That's all it is. I don't know. Maybe they're reminiscing on places they've been. 
Maybe so. I mean, I, I just wonder why. But yeah. every one of them did it. That's better than reading Sky Mall. Dude, I used to love Sky Mall. Really? Dude, they, were, they had this old sumo wrestler. What's that store at the mall? Sharper Image? You walk in there. Oh, I like, love that place. I need a Sharper Image fan. Never bought anything. <laughs> but they, yeah. there, there was, there's a, uh, you, you can go to Sky Mall on the internet and look up Bushido, which is this. Sounds uh, bougie. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lawn. It's this huge, like, garden ornament. Yeah. That weighs like 200 something pounds of a sumo wrestler. <laughs> And they make tables that like outdoor tables. Yeah. I've been trying to get my wife to let me buy one (laughs) for the longest time. She's like, I don't know where you're going to put it. Yeah. You know. Put it right there. I'm kind of like, we put it in the front yard. Yeah. So it's a little offensive. Yeah. Here's my flying experience. All right. First time I ever flew was uh, my uncle has a little uh, Bonanza airplane that he's had forever. And um, my brother was in a baseball tournament and he was going to fly us up there. So it was my uncle my grandma, my mom, me, and my two cousins in a four-seater plane. So, like, kids on the floor. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, we fly up there, and uh, it was neat. You know, like, little planes, they kind of move with the air. And it's a little bit bigger than your typical Cessna. Bonanza is a pretty decent-sized small plane. It's, it's a good one. But, uh, yeah, so we fly up there. But we fly back. In the meantime, one of my cousins has broken his arm. <laughs> So he's flying back with a broken arm. That's terrible. The other two, or me and the other cousin, you know, we're all three kind of sitting there hanging out, and two of us are on the floor. And it hits me, man, mid-flight. I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. And I was like, can you not hold us? That like, does, we're only like 30 minutes or an hour. Because it hits you mid-podcast. Oh, no, 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 no. They were like, well, like, there's a coffee can, you know, over there, whatever. And I was like, I got to poop. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like... I mean, there's an old Folgers coffee can over there, like one of the old metal ones, you know. They're like, you could do that and then just cover it with... How long is this flight? Like, it was going to be another hour, but I told them I couldn't wait. But how long have you been in the air? Oh, I don't know. Probably not long. It probably... I was a little kid. I probably oh, should have okay. gone before I That's left. Yeah. I was say, grown man. Anyway. Like, take care of that before you get in the flight. No, I was little, man. I was oh, like a... Okay. I can't remember how old I was, but I was probably in like third or fourth grade or something like that. How high do those go? I'm not real sure. It's, but, not, it's not a commercial. But listen yet. to this. So I go over to that Holger's coffee can, and the whole time I'm like, I got to do it. I got to do it. And my cousins are like, no, no, no. And, like, <laughs> and, you know, I think everybody's kind of expecting that I'm just messing around and I'm not actually going to do it. And then I pull my pants down and just start going. And, dude, it goes from no, no, no to just blank stares of, like, you nasty. <laughs> like, you want... You're actually doing it. I can't. Ladies and, dude, and gentlemen, it was just, it was just the, the most awkward flight the rest of the way because like nobody was like laughing anymore. <laughs> nobody was in good spirits <laughs> no, anymore. No, man. It, it went from being funny to like I what can't was believe the last you did time it. You flew? Uh, Jamaica, man, honeymoon. All right. But I've I've done small planes twice and I've done big planes twice. I've done uh, so I did. Uh, You've only flown four times in your life. I think so, yeah, because I flew, I flew with my uncle that time, and then a friend of mine, Brandon Smith, he's got a pilot's license, he's in a co-op, has a little plane, so me, him, and Paul Cotter uh, flew down to Broken Bow just to, just to do it, which was kind of awesome because, uh, you know, he kind of let me, like, fly a little bit, you know, yeah. you know as far as hold the controls, but uh, also, though, going down there, like, we had to circle the airport, like, a couple times, he's like, this thing's the smallest thing, he goes, I've only been flying for a little while, he's like, this is a pretty small one, he's like, plus, like, I've never seen this many birds flying across the <laughs> runway. I was like, yeah. I was like, I, I think you just kind of got to just hope they get out of the way. So, right, uh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so the kid who poops in a coffee can on a plane grows up to be the guy wearing pink tank tops and <laughs> no, pushing, man. <laughs> pushing yeah. his pit I don't, I don't even wear tank tops, man. <laughs> you wear a tank tops this top of the dude chain on it. <laughs> So, but yeah, but yeah, so I flew that time. I flew with Brandon. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I flew, um, to San Antonio for a business thing, which was like Southwest airlines, you know, that's like flying in a coffee can. And then, um, and then to Jamaica and back, you know, so that's my, that's my flying experience. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't haven't flown a lot. You're not missing much, man. Yeah. It used to be better. Yeah. From what I understand. Now, I used to work with airplanes, and this is no lie. We worked with 802 Air Tractors, which is like the biggest, like, crop dusting style airplane you could do. 
it's got like jet propelled prop engine on it. Things are just crazy powerful and they're meant for like real heavy loads so they've got this huge hopper on them all right that you like fill with whatever you're spreading over the mm -hmm. so it can hold you know it can hold either a whole bunch of liquid you know for like you know they fight fires with them even like just like use them to kind of like bomb the, the forest fires and stuff but we were we were packing them full of fertilizer little pellets of fertilizer and fertilizing timber throughout um oklahoma arkansas texas and louisiana and we were needing to get to a place and uh, we were kind of like, with people coming and going and leaving and stuff, we'd kind of gotten where we were limited on seats to travel. And they're like, well, one of y'all can climb up in the hopper of the airplane and we can fly y'all across. And I was like, you're kidding, right? They're like, no, no. I mean, I'm like, what if he opens the door? <laughs> no, I won't get on one of those planes. But anyways, we, we didn't end up doing no, that. No, I'm just saying, like the Cessnas, like, yeah. none of those. But there, there's nothing wrong with those, man. Oh, those are the ones that crash. Well, yeah, but they crash and people, like, mostly walk away. Like, am I going to make it? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> like, you're going to have four, like, broken bones, and they're all going to be major, no. and you might die. But prefer to stay in the air. Yeah. Or if I do crash, I want it to be gone. You want like, let's end it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, I think you just want a bathroom. That's all you want. <laughs> you don't want some. Oh, that's true, too. You don't want some I, I don't, I, eight or nine-year-old well, kid. Well, here's the thing. I don't get up. <laughs> Ruining your flight. I don't get up. uh during a flight unless I absolutely have to. Yeah. And typically the only times I ever go bathroom on a plane is if like I have to catch a connecting flight and I don't have time to go before. I will say of all my flights, that's the only one I've ever used the bathroom on. It just the one that you take a public coffee. Oh yeah. My poor cousins, man. They had to put yeah, up with dude, a lot. That is that is that's offensive. I wasn't popular after that, I would, man. I would be, it was, it was I'd a, be angry at you. Yeah. We're, we're the I think the only way I got back in their gr good graces was uh, when we got back from that trip, my dad had, like, a huge, like, plastic tarp, and I, like, put it across the ground and, like, sprayed it down with water, so it was, like, the biggest slip and slide anybody had ever seen, and, like, that was what made him hang out with me again. <laughs> <laughs> like, there wasn't a window you could have just <laughs> Boeing bombed it out of? <laughs> I don't think that, no, I don't think that was an option. Uh so, yeah. wow. <laughs> hey man, what can I tell you? It's what happens when you give hillbillies pilot license. Fix to say, man, like, dude sleeping on me wasn't as bad now. No, nah, I think I put it in perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I've seen people like doctors have to like people fainting, and yeah. doctors. There's like, is there a doctor on board? There's always a doctor on board. Yeah, for some reason. But uh, I had a buddy who flew for the air marshals. And he uh, he had to quit because he, he you know his ears wouldn't pop and he kept getting uh, vertigo and all that. Oh yeah. So he had to, he got discharged from it. But uh, that's a gig, man. Like that's first class everywhere you go. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, even even like when he would fly home, he would just get a work assignment that would. Now you always see in the movies, you know, air marshal like whips out a pistol, which has got to be the the worst thing on an airplane, right? Because you don't want to like. Break cabin pressure, firing well, a weapon. Yeah, now breaking cabin pressure isn't is it's not as bad as. But still, you wouldn't want to fire a firearm or anything like no, that. No, and and it, now he has one. Really? Yeah. I figured they would have used something else. No, he has one. Now I do think that they're smaller caliber and all that. Um, but they do. Was it Kramata or whatever? Whatever the the Israeli self-defense like close mm. quarter uh fighting style is he he knew that okay uh but if you do blow out a window i mean it will suck you out depressurize the cabin but it's not like it's not gonna make the plane like like yeah. the lady in southwest got sucked out yeah but people they were able to pull her back in and and all that so she just happened to be by the window that did it um but it's not it's not like the movies, like yeah. airplane, like you, you put a hole in it and everything starts sucking out of it and all that. So just starts ripping apart. Yeah. But now what they do do is <laughs> coffee can. Yeah. Anyway, what they do is they do have to get below ten thousand feet because yeah. the oxygen that you get is is yeah. is, is is limited. Yeah. Uh and then you get this whatever it's called where uh you start hallucinating and, and all that. And that's kind of where you can you can end up dying and all that. But if they get below 10,000 feet, then you can survive, you know, without the, the stuff. 
And what they say is, because they said, you know, one of the, like a panel ripped off and, and all that. The guy was telling me that his, his buddy was on a Southwest flight and a panel ripped off and exposed it. And it actually did suck a stewardess out of it. Uh, yeah. What? But, so we were talking about it and he He's said. Chilling in your backyard and all of a sudden, plop. Well, that's what, <laughs> but what they said was, is. That's what you never hear about, you know. Yeah. No, they're not going to say that. Yeah. You know, people quit flying after that. But what they did, he said, say is, is when you're that high and you have that exposure, uh, dude, you've got to dive bomb it down to t- from thirty-five thousand feet to ten thousand feet, and that's like roller coaster. I mean, that's where mm-hmm. you freak out. And then flying at ten thousand feet, yeah, that's that's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I have a story about the most recent one because a buddy of mine was on there. He was saying that they did simulations. I guess, of like the damage to the airplane and the actions that were taken afterwards. Cause there's always a massive investigation anytime something goes wrong with the oh, plane. Yeah. And on their simulations, the majority of the time, you know, the angle that she took and the amount of force that was put on the plane, like having to go down that quick and then level out, like the plane should have broken up. Yeah. Because of the amount of damage that was done to the plane whenever that, that whole panel like blew open. Yeah. 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 That's wild. So yeah, uh, that's he wants yeah. to go fly to Mexico next month. Yeah, this, this guy. No, that's yeah. the other thing too. Is that is I have a buddy who who uh, who I work with that did gunships, mm-hmm. and uh, that that was his thing. Uh, but he was talking about doing some one of these these planes that fly through hurricanes so they can pick up sensors and all that. And I'm like, we're talking, and he said, "Dude, when you get into those planes, you actually ramp it up as fast as you can." You know what I mean? Because you want to be cutting. Because if you don't, then the wings, the strain on this fixed wing or whatever. If you're going, if you're letting the hurricane dictate it, those things break off instantly. But yeah. if you're cutting through it so fast that you're basically just, you know, fixing the wings in and going. I said, well, what's it like flying through a hurricane? He goes, dude, it's the most terrifying thing you've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, but dude, he goes, you got some weirdos that love it. Yeah. I just they enjoy doing it. Yeah. But, well, that's that's that. pretty crazy. You know, you're talking about how like it's not like on the movies. Uh, I'm, I'm always like when I watch movies, like little questions come in my head. Like you'll see, like it'll be in an urban setting, you know, and people are like firing machine guns, like up in the sky. I'm like, those bullets come back down, like, yeah. you know, like what? <laughs> yeah. No one ever, no one ever thinks about that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, where does that bullet Dude, come always, back down in an you know urban what I setting? Think about, you know what I think about when I was playing video games in college and watching those movies? You know, just like the bad guys that just get shot. Yeah, like they're just standing guard, and you know, bah, yeah, dude's dead. Yeah. I'm always it was like, unprovoked, man. It's not even that. It's like, hey, man. He might have let you in. That could have been somebody's dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just doing his job. He don't exactly. know what's going on in there. Exactly. That's like, uh, have you ever watched uh, Clerks? Yeah. Clerks, you know, they're talking about, you know, the first Death Star. You know, you understand that. You know, they blow up the Death Star. All these people die on the Death Star. They're all bad guys. You know, you're okay with it. That second Death Star, it's still under construction. It's yeah. just a guy going to work, providing for his family. Yeah. That's true. But that's kind of you're what I think. high-fiving your... Dude, I'm playing video games thinking that. Yeah. Like, you know, but my roommates used to get mad. But speaking of that, I watched CB4 on the plane. Straight out of low cash. Dude, have you seen Straight Out of Compton, the new one? Yes. Have you seen that? Yeah. Dude, that's all it is. Yeah. It's yeah. just a parody of that, <laughs> but it came before. Oh, way know, before. Uh, yeah. CB4 is like... 90s early early 90s yeah. too like yeah, that was a good it was a funny movie well like probably 1990 if i had to guess which i'm usually pretty good at guessing yeah the years movies I come out i want to say 92 if i remember downloading it correctly but maybe yeah you looked that up cb4 when it came out i will look that up all right but uh what'd you think what'd you think of cb4 I liked it, man yeah what'd I you think about it. charlie murphy Charlie Murphy was great. He's hilarious in that movie. Yeah. He's hilarious. Yeah. For uh, our viewers, uh, it is an R- R-rated movie, yeah, so, so. <laughs> just, just know but it was, it Josh's was. mom if you go watch <laughs> CB4. <laughs> but well, I told her listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. She's like, there's a lot of language. A lot I'm of like, language. Well, yeah, you probably listen to one of the comedic yeah. ones. Because when you get into the more like doctors and philosophers and all that, they're pretty interesting, but they yeah. tone down. But I also watched, uh, what year? Uh, it was released in 1993. Stars Chris Rock, Alan Payne, Charlie Murphy, Candy Alexander, Deezer D. That's a cool name. Ice Cube, Chris Elliott, Phil Hartman, uh, Easy e Teresa yeah. Randall, the Rachel True, and Ice-T. The cameos yeah. of all the rappers was pretty cool. Yeah. 
Oh out. man, never mind. It keeps going. There's like a hundred people in this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was okay. So ninety three. Wow, I didn't know that it was. Uh, I was I was thinking it was earlier than that, but yeah. which then, I guess. Yeah, because that's about the time NWA was coming on the scene, pretty popular. Yeah, I guess I didn't think about that. But then I uh, I watched. Oh, what's the James Franco? Uh, By the way, Chris Elliott's in that movie. He's in a ton of stuff, man. That guy's versatile when it comes to comedy <laughs> appearances, man. Something He's been around forever. Mary. Huh? He's a, something about Mary. What's his name? Augie or whatever? Augie, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the He's, skin yeah. disease. One of his funniest roles is in one of the worst scary movies, and it's where they're in like a haunted house, and he's got like this jacked up arm, this crooked <laughs> my hand. Strong like, yeah. It's my strong hand. <laughs> he's stirring the turkey <laughs> yeah. in the grave. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> he's like, give me your other hand. It's not strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Chris Elliott's, oh, he's yeah. super funny, man. He's been around for a long time. I can't stand him in something about Mary. Yeah. Like the highs and everything just Ugh. grosses me out. And that's the whole point, man. I know, but man, I just did too far. He's, he's disgusting. Yeah, yes. it's just too far. He's disgusting. But uh, I also watched, um, oh, what's the, it's James Franco's new movie. The Disaster Artist? Yes. It's awesome. I liked it, I liked it a lot. Okay. Yeah, it was a good movie. Okay. James Franco's. But here's First, a, have you act, have you actually seen the room no, though? No, I, I tried See, to download if, it. If you and watch you the can't. room, it, that movie is a hundred times funnier because you get everything that they're talking about and you get all these scenes that are like pivotal to the it's about, how terrible the original movie is. It's about this guy. Oh, I know what it's about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the guy's Tommy real. They still don't know like where his money comes from. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, it's clothing. Is it? Yeah. Apparently, whatever I can't remember which country it is. He has like a clothing brand there. Hey, anyway, one of the guys, like, he goes to cash a check, and he's like, oh, it actually clears Seth Rogen. It actually cleared? He goes, oh, this account's a bottomless pit. Because he's just like, yeah, I'll buy that. And they're like, well, usually you lease the equipment. He's like, oh, we'll lease it and buy it. Or he goes, no, we'll buy it. Well, what do you want? You want HD or you want both? <laughs> he just, that's all he's doing. Oh, wow. And so no one believes him, you know, like, where are you getting this money from, you know, and all that. So Yeah, they estimate he good. spent, like, $5 million on that movie. Yeah. Out of his pocket. He paid to keep it in theaters, so it, like for a certain amount of time, so it'd qualify for the Academy Awards. Yeah, <laughs> but it plays it plays at the Warren like three or four times a year. Does it? Yeah, all still right. to this day. You can't download it. You can't stream it. I've tried to stream it on all the. I can't yeah. find it. Yeah, people bring. Um, you can find it on YouTube for free. It's floating around. Is that like a real copy of it? Yeah, or it's not yeah, yeah. bootleg. Okay. Well, I don't know about it not being bootleg, but it's <laughs> but I mean there. no quality though. We'll no, YouTube, it's good quality. We'll yeah. let YouTube worry about whether it's bootlegged or not. I mean, not. the movie... <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. It came like, out in like 2003 or something like that, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. It was, <laughs> like I said, but they, they showed... The best part about it was at the end of the movie, they showed the, the scene from the original movie and the scene that they showed. Mm-hmm. Dude, they did a good job like matching yeah. it up. Dude, what we need to do on the next episode is I'll get like some of the, the worst scenes from that movie yeah. and play them for oh, you guys. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It's hilarious. Like, like, yeah, when he throws. Now, do y'all like terrible movies? Yes, absolutely. Okay, Sharknado right. Five all the way. Like, yeah, like, I don't. Yeah, those I don't know, but I do like a bad movie. It's got to be a bad movie that's unintentional. That's not just like boring bad. It's got to be, you know, bad, and you can laugh at things that like, oh wow, they were really trying right here. Yeah. Have you, you seen? Know? Have you seen Troll Two? Yeah, Troll Two is the best. Troll one. Two. It's better than the Disaster Artist, in my opinion. It, Troll Two is like. It, it, the fact that they called it Troll Two is one of the funniest things because it has it's nothing goblins. to do with Troll One. Well, and it's it's goblins. It's yeah, not trolls. It's not even trolls. You're talking about trolls, the Justin Timberlake movie. No, 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 no. no, no. no. This, this is, is like, like '80s horror movie yeah. troll. Nope. Troll Two Never is come. absolutely horrible, and the actors were all like kind of no names, and they're still not anybody. But it's like regarded as one of the best worst movies of all time because of how hilariously bad it is. Yeah, and like, the director still to this day claims like he was seriously trying to make yeah, a good movie. He gets offended, and there's actors that acted in it that get offended because they'll go to like comic cons and stuff, and they hate the fact that people make fun of the movie. Yeah, they they don't understand they're a joke. So, yeah. Well, the the main guy does, and he's kind of embraced. He embraces it. it. Yeah, yeah, I saw the documentary. That's what made yeah, turn the, the turned best me to worst watch movie it. ever made is what it's called. Yeah, it's well, based on trolls. Yeah, troll two worse is in the room. Way worse. Way worse, dude. You gotta understand. Like a lot of those movies back then were kind of bad. Like the horror movie kind of genre, like the cheap budget yeah, horror no, movies. I agree. But this one is just like you just you gotta watch it to understand. <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite parts, dude. <laughs> it's the uh, the corn scene with the witch. Yeah, and that kid. <laughs> she like seduces him by eating corn. 
And apparently is... it gets so steamy and hot in that scene that the corn starts popping. <laughs> and it's not meant to be funny. It's meant to it's be meant like to be serious. steamy. <laughs> I'll tell you. I also, I also like the scene where uh, his granddad appears to him as a ghost. And yeah. he's like, Dad, our granddad, what took you so long? He's like, I still have to learn the layout of the house. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's an omnipotent ghost. and he, He's like, I got lost. I went to the wrong room. It's uh, bad. It's bad. Trolls. Trolls 2. Trolls 2. Trolls Not two. Troll 1. Troll 1 was like, you know. I've never saw Troll. I never even bothered with Troll 1. Worse yeah. than the Leprechaun movies? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I've ever even really watched those. Those are those are meant to be comedies though. Yeah, they're they're supposed to be kind of funny and ridiculous. Like horror comedy. That makes sense. No, Troll Two. I would I would put Troll Two still as the worst movie ever made, and then The Room right underneath it. Yeah, The Room. Like I said, I, I need to watch The Room. I want to watch The Room because of uh, this disaster artist. Yeah, and and those are those are like worst movies that are like good movies because they're so bad. There are some movies that are just like terrible and pointless and. Yeah, no, I agree. So last night, Brittany brings home Laura Croft Tomb Raider. Yeah. That movie, like, neither one of us even, like, paid attention. Like, we just kind of quit watching. Like, that's how bad it was. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't so bad that you keep watching because you're laughing at how ridiculous it is. It was, like, the kind of bad to where you're like, eh, and you just walk away. Like, yeah. Like, I don't have anything negative to say about it other than, like, good luck trying to watch the whole thing. It's like those Transformer movies that are, like, two and a half hours long. Yeah. It's like, I've seen the special effects, man. Like... I don't want to watch the rest of this. Yeah, Dude, I downloaded Transformers Seven to watch. The, the there's latest seven one. of them. No, Is there's the... five. No, there's four. Four okay. currently, I think. The one that came out in seventeen. Are you talking about last the one year? with Mark Wahlberg? That came out last year. There's <clears throat> so there's the first one. There's the second one, which is what, like Dark Dark of the Moon, mm-hmm. and then there's the third one, which is like Rise, or Rise something of the Fallen. Yeah, uh, and then there's the fourth one with Mark Wahlberg. I yeah. think there's another one. Because there's two, there's two with uh, Megan Fox. Mm-hmm. There's only then the third one is with the uh, the blonde chick mm-hmm. um, that's married. And to, then Shia LaBeouf's not uh, even in the fourth one. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf's not in the fourth one. one or the fifth one, which is the one. Oh, there's two with Mark Wahlberg, isn't there? Th- there's one that about. is like either it's out now or coming out now or something like that on video. Like well, I say on video because I'm from <laughs> another era. No, there, there's there, no, there's five. I think there's five. Yeah, yeah there's five. Okay. Yeah. So a, not seven. There's a sixth one coming out this year. Is yeah, it? Bumblebee. Yeah. They're so. they're gonna go back and probably address all the main ones. Did now. you did you did you guys ever watch uh, the Transformers um, like cartoon movie back in the eighties? You know, did yeah. y'all, have I, you ever seen I that owned one? it on VHS for quite a while. Yeah, it's heavy, man. It's for a bunch of little kids watching cartoons. <laughs> all of a sudden, you watch this and you're like, what? Well, some of the <laughs> some of these these cartoons that I watched growing up. Yeah, they have they have that kind of stuff like, on it. They killed Optimus Prime in that cartoon in the first like five and, minutes, and then tried to replace him. So you would go buy a different toy, and it's like Rodimus Prime. No man, because <laughs> it was hot. It was Hot Rod, right? They yeah. took Hot Rod and then he took his All Spark and became Rodimus yeah, now Prime. Th- okay, so this yeah, and this... he was like some kind of a weird like Hot Rod minivan. <laughs> I yeah, don't know okay. what he was. He sucked. So this fifth one, apparently Optimus Prime is trying to kill humanity, and Bumblebee has to stop him. I think yeah. it's the the plot. Oh, okay. I, see, I thought they were going back in time to like the eighties because he's like a. He's an actual know. like slug know, All I know is just when you read the description, it it was a three hour movie, so I'm like, yeah, this will kill, you know, a decent amount of the flight. But it said that Optimus Prime was trying to kill humanity and Bumblebee had to stop him. That's all it said. Yeah. So I don't know. Just <clears throat> I'll watch it eventually, but I still haven't seen uh, the new Avengers. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, like nowadays, you know, people have all these <laughs> terrible dude. All these. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all could talk. You were about supposed it. to watch it this week, I man. I went to the movies. That was like your one goal. I know. I went to the movies, and it was it came down between Deadpool. Have and, you seen uh, Solo yet? No, it came to is Deadpool Solo or the Avengers? Have you seen Solo, Corey? No, you haven't. I've been busy. I haven't been able to I get watched, out. So the I watched, All I'm gonna say about it is I liked it. I, I yeah. mean, I know there was a bunch of critic review that it was like, oh, it's it's they did a terrible job with this movie. I liked it. Yeah, I like try it. and get out and see it. That was Donald Glover today or tomorrow. Donald Glover, he does a pretty good job. In fact, I think he, uh, I think he does a better job of kind of. Um, he almost you can feel like the Billy D. Williams kind of in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where this other guy, you know, obviously he can't channel his inner Harrison Ford. That looks like you can't. I heard. Yeah, that. that's, I heard, I heard. that's impossible. But yeah. he plays solo well, in my Does opinion. He? I think I heard, so. I heard he's the weak link in the movie. 
It, it no, man. It's you just got to go watch the movie for what it is. It's you're not going and watching a Harrison Ford movie. I mean, you're not going to get that solo. But now Donald Glover does good. But they both play them. You know, they're a lot younger, so well, they but, don't. You know, like the they're thing. they're not established yet. Okay, but here's the thing. What what Men in Black is it? Where they go back in in time? The third one. And where so Josh Brolin three. plays Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Is it Josh Brolin that does yeah. it? Yeah. Josh Brolin. The young. Josh Brolin, yeah. Yeah, the young yeah. Tommy Lee yeah. Jones. But he does such a good job doing it. Yeah. See what I'm saying? I yeah. think that's what people expected out of this dude from yeah. Harrison Ford. And that's, huh. that's where they kind of knocked it. I'd be like trying to play a young Rambo, man. You're not going to get a Stallone. <laughs> a guy out there that can act hey, like a Stallone. That, <laughs> have you seen the dude that's playing? Uh, have, you, have you seen the, the Creed uh, trailer? Uh, I just see him getting knocked down. That's all I saw. Like, he hits the mat, and they have some saying that, like, it's, I don't know. I can't remember. I haven't seen so, much. So he's fighting Ivan Drago's son. That's, okay. That's the bad guy. All right. The dude dwarfs Ivan Drago. Oh, he's giant? He's 6'8", 260 pounds. You know, boxer that size. <laughs> Ivan Not Drago. boxing whatever his name is, Michael B. <laughs> yeah. Now, Ivan Drago, is, who's huge, is, like, 6'3", 6'4", yeah. like, 230, 220 in that range. Sorry, I had the name wrong. That's what what he fought in Rocky. Yeah. 6'2", 6'3", 230. Versus a 5'5", Sly Stallone. Exactly. So (laughs) now you've got a little bit bigger on the the Creed side. Yeah. But a lot bigger on the uh, Drago side. So I'm pumped. That guy's massive. Yeah, he's huge. He's Mm -hmm. enormous. Have you seen him? No, I, I haven't. This dude? Yeah, look at that dude. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty large. Can yeah, you get it up there? And, and he's what? He, how, he's six what? He's like six eight. Because Michael B. Jordan isn't tall, is he? No, he's really, like he's probably really under six foot. Yeah, no, that's and that's the thing, man. Is they're 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 saying this dude like dwarfs Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, you know, I mean that's bigger than me. Yeah, six eight. I mean that's good three inches on me. And, yeah, and so, well. Hopefully it'll be good. I like. Cream. I hope he can act. Yeah, because if he can act, man, he's gonna. He's, he's gonna eight be... inches taller than Michael B. Jordan. He's six foot tall. He's, he's as tall as I am. Dude, yeah. that is huge. That is huge. What? Uh, oh, what? Oh, Deadpool. I watched Deadpool. Yeah, dude. The best part of that movie was when he makes fun of Josh Brolin's height. <laughs> he breaks the. Have you seen it? No, no, Deadpool dude, too? no. Stop it. It's like catch up. Don't jump ahead. I'm about to. I'm about to reveal the ending of Avengers. Yeah, TV. man. Like, well, I, dude, I already know, man. Dude. Half the people die. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. I get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best impression of it. <laughs> Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. <laughs> that was. I get it. That impression was way better. What was the last impression you tried to do on the Venom. podcast? Venom. Venom. Yeah, I, I am. I am. I am. That's pretty close. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> like. We're gonna have to check your ears, man. <laughs> that wasn't even even close. Yeah, I think but, you got the wrong ethnicity on. But him. he breaks. <laughs> I, I am being on. He yeah. breaks the fourth wall and makes fun of Josh Brolin's height because Josh Brolin's tiny. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like five six. Oh, he's like short, that, and they don't. It basically says like, yeah, we don't have the budget to make him taller because Ryan Reynolds is six something. Yeah. So Deadpool's taller, and Brolin went in, in the comics. It's the opposite. Yeah, and so they they kind of. Pretty funny. It just the fourth wall that he breaks, and and how well that's kind of his thing. Even in the comics, I guess he's yeah. like the fourth yeah. wall so breaker. That's, that, that's the best part, and then the comic, you know, the comedy part of it. You know, there's there's there through the very end is pretty funny. But yeah, y'all gonna see that. But and I'll eventually go see. Uh, yeah. Yeah, when it's out on DVD, dude. I'll go see it Friday. All right. Avengers. We'll we'll hold you to that. Avengers on Friday. Yeah, we'll see. I don't believe it. It's be on Netflix by the end. Yeah. <laughs> You're <probably right. laughs> I just I don't know, man. Don't know. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, That's uh, right at an hour, bro. Right at an hour. Yeah. Good time to quit. All right, man. That's uh top of the do chain episode thirty three. Check us out. Just remember when you gotta go, you gotta go. Yeah, the best part of waking up is a giant Jeff Deuce <laughs> in your cup. <laughs> I yeah, I'd be mad. I'd still probably be mad at you. Yeah. You know, 
But oh, anyway, man. yeah, you definitely made people breathe it through <laughs> yeah. their mouth on that. That'll make you switch to Maxwell House. Yeah. <laughs> Did it at least have a lid on it? I don't know. I think I put some paper towels over it. <sighs> so speaking yeah. of that, Chris Pratt, you see his uh, acceptance speech. No. Nine rules to follow. One of them says, "If you're scared of pooping at a party," yeah. he said. He said, "Pee as much." He said, "Get all the pee out first, and then poop, and then flush." He said, "Because if you poop and then pee, it stirs up." And he goes into this whole explanation <laughs> of why it stinks. <laughs> it's pretty funny. You got to watch it. It's called "It's Chris Pratt's Nine Nine Rules to Live By." It's C one decade person of the decade or something like generation that. award. Yeah, Generation Award. Okay. And so he, uh, he gave nine steps. They're pretty funny. Some yeah. of it's pretty inspirational. Some of it's pretty good, like down-to-earth stuff, and then some of it's just funny. Yeah, that's you know? cool. No, he's usually pretty funny. Yeah, he's a good dude. Anyway, that's Top of Dude Chain, topofdudechain.com, Dude Chain 88, social media. Yep. We're out. See you.